the uh, protagonist, this main kid's grandfather, Harold, who's dead, but also liked hot sauce. So, Who <laughs> This thunk? movie is amazing. So this kid's dead grandfather, who got himself mummified in the classic no, Egyptian no, no, sense. that's no, it. The that's grandfather's it. not the mummy. Oh, that's damn. that's the only that's the only connection. Likes hot sauce, so it gets the name Harold because Grandpa likes hot sauce. My Grandpa the Mummy. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. It's fall. If spring, spring sprung. Fall. Fall down. (laughs) Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, No, we've been good. We've been trying to do as much Halloween related activities as we can okay what is that then like? uh we went what, what to well actually worked out it was right after harvey's birthday i think i mentioned it on the podcast but we went to a renaissance festival oh yeah that's right a little uh, ren fair it was I've, I've never been to a renaissance fair before it was okay. fantastic it was amazing tell me what, what uh, does it is, entail it was the most I just started laughing at just every, not at people, but just at the scenarios because, you know, if you've never been, they're super intense. People have like killer costumes. This okay. place has a bunch of different like stages. So they're doing combat shows and they're doing like acrobatics. And it's just cool. Like everybody's just there to have fun. All the booths, I thought it was going to be like crappy like concession food like they had like legit vendors so the food wasn't even crappy i feel like food in general street food fair food has upped its game i think maybe back in the day a ren fair just oh sure lots of the you know the lemonade that expensive lemonade that's just because they use fresh lemons it's five dollars a cup oh yes all ice uh, no, it always was, get you. It was awesome. I was just cracking up the whole time because I was just like, this is what jerk practice would be if we had an amusement park. Because it's just so silly. It was just so because like you got a guy like I was just laughing because there was these two dudes, young guy in 20s, probably full suits of armor, full okay. plate metal suits sure. of armor. And they were trying to shoo a bee away from their sweet drinks because there's a lot of meat <laughs> flowing out there. Sure. So they're trying to shoo these bees away and like they're doing their sort of, you know, like voices like, oh, get away. Like they weren't doing a bit, but people stopped because there's two guys in full suits of armors with swords, like seemingly putting on a show. So everyone just stops right. and goes, oh, what is, what's the, oh, no, he's just uh, trying to get that bee away from his pizza. That's like, uh, so I was just uh, laughing uh, at like everything was like just a random bit, just like drive by bits everywhere. Nothing. As far as the eye can see, I love it. Nothing is, uh, uh, no normalcy and as the, it shouldn't be. The thing I was like this, I was like, I can't wait to tell Hans this cause he'll fucking flip. It was the funniest thing in the world because I was like, ah, just makes me miss the stage 
because so much terrible shit can happen. So they had a right. stage that was a ship, like a shipwrecked ship. Okay. And they were doing this very intense sword play, like playlet. So these guys okay. like invade and they're fighting and like they have all these goofy jokes going on, but they're fighting and everybody had those little cheek mics. Oh yeah, cheek mics. Uh, and it it just was is like they were talking <laughs> into a bucket, except oh, because so it wasn't a play. Like they're in the open in the round. All they were doing was going, just screaming and grunting. And I was like, why do you need a microphone? Because all I'm hearing is like it's tipping out off the scales and it's just grunts and harumphing and then they talk it just sounded like shit i was like you guys could just have yelled that out to us and we would have just fine i was just like there was the mic you need a mic you want to be a pro yeah they're nerds i guarantee you everything even if somebody you know forgot their lines everything was booked everything was written out oh, it's they had whole... rehearsals grunt here hey hey i think i think double grunt should you do a double grunt like oh and, yeah. I and felt... then they're like look guys i know we weren't gonna i know we weren't going audio but i got a deal on some mics i saw something last night it was mic'd it went oh, pretty smooth i know tony who i work with down at ritz camera he's run some <laughs> audio before <laughs> and he's got the afternoon off you at least he promised me to take it off I think we should do it. Oh, yeah. No. Burned. So then you just, I just was laughing because Ash went to go get get some iced coffees. And I was like, well, Harvey might like this. Of course, it frightened her. Just because right. the sound was just like, what's happening? And it was cool. Like, they were all awesome. And like, but it just just got more and more absurd. Because like I said, the, the loud grunting, the inaudible, like, the just, you're not even speaking. And then they build up to this, like. And I was like, you poor fools. This is their crusher. They had a crusher of a joke because they do the lines oh, from no. that. I was like, of course. The, they might be giants. Constantinople. Mm-hmm. Of course. Istanbul, Constantinople. So they yep. are fighting because the I, I guess the invaders are Turkish. So they start ah, referencing Constantinople okay. and they do that line from the song. When was Istanbul, Constantinople? And they just lay it out. They do the whole lyric, but you couldn't hear fucking shit. Did they have a pause? A oh, laugh, yeah. Uh, they... A reactor pause? Well, that's nobody's business but the Turks. <laughs> <laughs> and then the crowd goes mild because they don't know what just <laughs> happened. So I just felt bad for them because it was like, I don't know if they knew it sounded bad, but because... Nothing's worse than eating a shit sandwich on stage when oh, you know yeah. you, you know where the laugh line's going to be, and it just and you worked hard just on just down it. your yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. Speaking of, uh, I got a nice little. It's it's small. It's 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 in co- talking costumes and everything. And uh, Harvey being scared, Ruby got scared of a movie we watched, mm-hmm. which is available to you and all the listener. Um, <laughs> It's on Disney Plus. Uh-huh. It is called Under Wraps. It's new. It's 2021. Is it a made for Disney Channel? Is it a mummy feature? It's a mummy feature. And let me just say 
right off the bat, I had to look. I was like, who's playing this mummy? Yeah. Oh, it's not an actor. It's a choreographer. Ooh, when's the dance number coming in? Oh, yeah. Sure enough. It, it would come in, but it wouldn't pay off the same. Quick synopsis. Kids in a small town. Uh, a new girl moves in. She mm-hmm. doesn't want to stay in this podunk town. She wants to be a journalist. She okay. finds out finds out they got kooky neighbors and it looked like they brought a dead body into their house in the middle of the night, all a rear window. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was a mummy with zero for, uh, from zero to a hundred. In- mummy instantly becomes buds with them. No fight, no ifs, hands, or butts. Names it becomes named Harold because oh, it likes hot sauce and it discovers it likes hot sauce. Belch. Right next to a picture of this, the uh, protagonist, this main kid's grandfather, Harold, who's dead, but also liked hot sauce. So, Who would have <laughs> thought? This movie is amazing. So this kid's dead grandfather, who got himself mummified in the classic no, Egyptian No, no, no. That's no. it. The that's grandfather's it. not the mummy. Oh, that's, damn. That's the only, that's the only connection. Likes hot sauce, so it gets the name Harold because Grandpa likes hot sauce. My Grandpa the Mummy. Cut to the big Halloween bash. Mummy ends up getting stuck in the middle of a dance floor. Get a hook. Starts doing the dance moves, but it like didn't pay off. Like it goes viral because everybody pulls out their cell phone. Yeah, but it just like jigs and jives like in the middle, and nobody like joins in the dance. They just like love it. It doesn't become like a. Do the mummy. Yeah. Now right. shake your rags, do the mummy. You know what I mean? It's like, um, but uh, the mummy's pretty terrifying because it's a mummy wrap, but uh-huh. underneath it has like an ape mask what? with like teeth that don't fit left and right. You have to see it. It's very. I'll look it up. I, it I'm intrigued kind of, now. Yeah, so it's, it's like it's worth the movie it. Teen Wolf, except it it? if yeah. Michael J. Fox was bad at basketball. Yeah, yeah, this mummy is only good at eating hot sauce. Just the sauce? Only no, good at eating hot not, sauce. Not a dog man or a nacho guy? Oh, it just also the sauce? eats honey. It likes to eat condiments. Everything. Like, you play this straight, this movie could be fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. Like, you'll you'll see the... Uh, and it's not like the slow mummy. It's almost like mm-hmm. they speed up the mummy because it's like, what's radder than a... A fast mummy. So the mummy's got like some speed and swiftness to it. <laughs> so it's um, like that Zack Snyder uh, Day of the Dead where they, they made the zombies run. Yeah, it was, it was, pretty, it was pretty fast. Um, and they have to get it to its coffin before it turns to dust. Uh, <laughs> of course, that goes, uh, goes without saying. Right next to another film that you and the listener can enjoy, but you may have seen it because this is going back 19... Oh, no, 2002. Oh. Disney Channel original, Scream Team. Scream Team? Sorry, none other than Eric Idle <laughs> and Tommy Davidson. What? <laughs> what? Uh, Tommy Davidson, uh, a grandfather, is an inventor of a pumpkin carving machine. Dies suddenly, becomes a ghost, but because he didn't finish his machine or something or left something undone with his shitty kid, he stays a ghost and becomes like in this purgatory, but they trap Tommy Davidson, who's also a ghost who died jumping out of a plane. (laughs) 
and they discover this purgatory <laughs> and they have to they have to stop the demon who's played by uh, the guy who dates the um, transgender woman in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yes. Played by Walter Goggins. Walter yeah, Goggins. Yeah. Um, because there's a festival, like a horror festival named after this guy. Uh-huh. But he's actually a good guy who just got mad because his wife was killed. So he needs to be rectified. <laughs> he needs vengeance. <laughs> needs vengeance. And the dad like left the town because he got accepted to Harvard. And it turns out that the grandfather stayed because he wants to make up with the dad because... Uh, the grandfather treated the dad like shit because he wanted the dad to leave and never want to come back because he was too smart for this podunk town. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> the stuff Disney made before they had Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. They, uh... That is an a untangleable, like, that's like a j- junk drawer knot. Just Yeah, it's uh, it's out there, man. To... It, it It bobs and weaves, if you will. I've seen one pop up that I remember watching all the time as a kid. Very similarly to the the mummy thing, it like I found it very terrifying the first first time I saw it, and it was the movie sure. Mister Boogity. Uh and Bride of Boogity. I saw Bride Amazing. of Boogity. That's what I forgot. Let's I've, talk I've Mister Boogity. I was raised on Mr. Boogie. Oh yeah, that, big that was time. We had it taped taper. on a VHS, so yep. it was a re. It was a. It was a year round from the free free Disney weekend. I'm sure. Casey, are you aware of whose first acting role Mr. Boogie was? No. Are you sure? I haven't watched it since I was a kid, so it's a, my it, my memory is a bit spotty. Casey? Mr. Boogity is creepy, by the right? way. Right? Isn't the they practical did an effects awesome of... job of Mr. Boogity? Because isn't he he's like an evil, evil Puritan? Yes. Isn't that the premise evil... of Boogity? They move into a house and it's haunted by this like cruel hanging judge from you know Plymouth Rock or something. Yeah, he's a Puritan who wants this young woman who right. he can't have her, so he has a magic cloak made by the devil. That's supposed to attract her, but like the, it was a deal with the devil, so it killed her and her son first or something, so he stays haunted. Um, See, listen to that. That's the, fucking terrifying. That's Yeah, the Puritan angle is really good. Uh, this this family moves to an abandoned, like, or an old fixer-upper, because this is the, this is, he becomes like the Northeast manager of Gags Incorporated. He's like a <laughs> prank guy. That's he right. He was like he's a joke chattering inventor. teeth, yeah. And his son is David Faustino. Oh man! <laughs> and the other son is the kid from Alf. Oh my God! You're right. Holy crap! It, is it has a been dream a long... team. team. It sounds like yeah. The but for Bride of Boogity, they drop brother of Alf and get son of Lithgow from Harry and the Hendersons. Faustino <laughs> stays on. Oh, of course. Faustino stays on. You can't dump that heavy. It's Faustino. I gotta recommend Mr. Boogity. I'll recommend Mr. Boogity just for the sheer... I don't know. I It gave me it, nightmares as a kid. Yeah, because Mr. Boogity, he's got like a Kruger, like boils, yeah. kind of like melting face. Like just that decrepit corpse, rotting corpse flesh. 
And it has, like, the fun. I like the old, like, haunted, like, shit moving around, like a rocking chair moving. Yeah. Again, all practical effects, so that's always pretty classic and creepy. Um, well, speaking of, did you watch any of the uh, movies that made us? The new the new season? It's not a Halloween one, is it? Oh, boy, howdy. Oh, no. You get, I haven't. Get Halloween's first up on the list. You'll love this list because this is, like... We requested it, so you get Friday the or you get Halloween, Friday the thirteenth, amazing, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, oh my god, RoboCop, (laughs) and Coming to America. (laughs) What in the world? How the second two get thrown on there? I'm interested in the second two, like especially RoboCop with Paul Vanderhoeven or whatever. It they're all they're all fantastic. Behind sure. the scenes, it's all so inner. Oh, Aliens is the other one. Oh, that's a good one too. Nice. Um, no, so you just you said Kruger, and they go down that rabbit hole. The Friday the or the Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, I didn't know how all these movies were kind of connected. Like, they share a very similar DNA. There's a lot of like crossover from producers because it was just back. Back in that 70s, Insular. like you just, you know, it's like gunslingers. You all work on a same movie or, and the Aliens one's cool because they talked to Roger Corman and I'd forgotten, oh. Oh. like, he just made all of those cheap ass movies and just a who's who of directors and people worked on the movies for like basically free just to make a movie. Just to be and, like, involved. like that's where James Cameron got his start as he just like walked over from the the prop shop and made models for roger corman stuff while he was gigging trying to get terminator made and then the rest is history Uh, they're all fascinating they're good and they're all halloween for the most part a lot of prosthetics i think that was the dna it's a bit of a stretch to get coming to america Uh, in there i see i see where they're going What's the next one that made us? There's the toys that made us, the movies that made us. I wonder what's next on the docket. Is there I don't know. the TV shows that made us? Maybe's coming up. The shows that made Sitcom, us. There's already like, one. I mean, didn't Mark Summers hosts a show like that? That's just about candy, right? Unwrapped. Yeah. Speaking of mummies. Yep. <laughs> uh oh my god. Yeah. Um, no, the Freddy one's great. The Friday the Thirteenth one is super interesting because it was just just like you'd imagine halloween comes out does fucking crazy business totally out of nowhere so this guy's like well i want to make a a movie about a scary holiday friday the 13th just bought an ad in the paper amazing and just was like this is my movie to try and get people excited about it and it's just so good because he's like, okay, so Halloween, which I, you conceptualize and you don't – it's funny because they talk about it. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, there really isn't any gore in Halloween or even blood. There's like no, one – yeah. Um, so everybody was like, that movie was terrifying. And they didn't have to use gore. So this guy's like, okay, so I got my holiday, scarier, Friday the 13th. This, all gore all day. So you get to see him and like it's young Tom Savini and his buddy like making all the all the kills and practical effects and 
It's it's so cool. It's so nerdy because I'm like, oh, do they yeah. talk to Kevin? They do not talk to Kevin. Oh, would if you were Kevin Bacon, wouldn't you jump on that? I mean, somebody made a call to. That's what I would. I would. He seems like he's got a sense of humor. Like I expected to see him because I was like, oh yeah, it's his first big break. It's silly. I'm sure he's got Johnny stories. Depp's not doing. Johnny Depp's not doing much. Spoiler alert: run to Johnny the Depp is that. not in the Nightmare Before or Nightmare on Elm Street one. I think uh, the way it is now, I uh, a couple of years ago I would have been like, "Holy shit, they got Johnny Depp!" And now I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I guess Johnny Depp's yeah, sure." Let's see what he yeah. has to say about it. I was hoping he'd pop up, but no. That movie. Nightmare on Elm Street. Specifically, I'm thinking of the scene with the gym coach who's in like the leather bondage in the oh, shower. Right. And he's yeah. it's really like takes a like awesome, like dark, like go there twist. Because it could just be the shitty gym teacher mm-hmm. gets killed because he's a shitty yeah. gym teacher. But then they make him like a weird bondish like, fetish kinky, guy who just yeah. happens to like about to go out to the saddle tramp but he stops by the showers and he gets like scored across the butt cheeks remember <laughs> yes, that makes me remember <laughs> that was that those are those were fun effects like the freddy mm-hmm. those scared the shit out of me where you can't it's the it's the it's happening in the dream world but they cut to the, the yeah. real world and you see like the scratches just appear they get those into some of those effects and i friday uh Nightmare on Elm Street's also interesting because it also has a um, – it's not the director that's shysty. It's this producer who's like a Willie Loman, like light bulb salesman that just He's like get it done. sold his house, like liquidated everything. He created New Line Cinema, but he oh, used wow. to just travel around to colleges and show like um, Reefer Madness. So he just had a collection of old 16-millimeter movies. He just, you know, show him out of the back of his car. That he owned the rights to, or he just happened to have he these owned, movies? He owned because a Because back in the day, you couldn't yeah. just, you know, see any movie you yeah. wanted to, right? So they were like, oh, you heard about this cult? It's like yeah. uh, the Star Wars ba- yeah, uh, like back holiday when, special. Like, you had to go to a con to get a copy of it. Like, back when VHS has cost $300. Right. Because they, you're, like, you're not allowed to own this. The studio makes money, you know, like, so I think you just had a sure. trunk full of old movies and you just, hey, you guys want to watch some weird Ed Wood movie? So Five he, bucks. but he, the best is like, he keeps it alive and like keeps Wes Craven on, has to raise all this money. <laughs> they start, not to spoil it, but he can't stop sticking his fingers in it. And I'd forgotten about uh. the scene. So they spend that whole movie talking about the practical effects and how they do the blood that shoots out from the bed yes. and cool. all the cool like ethereal strange abstract dream stuff <laughs> i was like oh i forgot about this part because I, I, even as a kid i was like this seems dumb can i guess what scene you're gonna say yes may i you may is it when freddy's running down the alley with the long arms scratching on the uh the sides of the building that one is we- weird too i always that one stuck uh, but this one is, and this the producer insisted. He's like, because everybody has this dream. It's the scene where she runs up the stairs, and the stairs are just oatmeal. Hmm. 
was like, okay, that makes sense. No, this guy's like, everybody has his dream. And everybody's like, no, Yo, nobody, dream, nobody huh? does. And they fought and yeah. fought and fought, and Wes Craven just walked off the set. And he's like, if you want it, then you film it, because I'm not doing it. I think it's dumb. So he's like, oh, amazing. I get to do my favorite that's scene. That's chance. That's what he was fighting for. Uh, but yeah, that's awesome. So some joy work for Halloween that's nerds nice out there. That's some nice joy work. Do you want to uh, – I, I did a little bit. Of, speaking of Freddy Krueger, by the way, it's hard to find – People people um, seem to shy away from, like, the funny aspects that happen on Halloween. Because I was trying to find some funny stories that mm-hmm. happen on Halloween. Um, but all I found were stories like, and tell me if you want to hear any of them. The trick-or-treater who died after being given cyanide-laced candy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I all remember right. that one, yeah. The suicide mistaken for a Halloween decoration. Oh, is this the tree? The guy in the tree? This is, uh, in 2005, this is short, a a 42-year-old woman in Delaware committed suicide by hanging herself from a tree across the street from a residential area. Though the body was easily visible to passerbys and passing vehicles, no one called the police for hours. Why? They assumed the woman swaying in the wind was a Halloween decoration. That Do you think she forgot it was Halloween and did that? Or was that part of the choice, you think? Um, yeah, I think that's part of the choice. Right, you gotta go in knowing it's Halloween If I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I mean, I don't want to shame anybody with mental illness if that was what she was suffering from, but there's probably another aspect where, Mm -hmm. you know, that was in became part of the fantasy or it's a it's a hell of a trick is all like (laughs) yeah i mean i heard a story and this was on another podcast but i think i can sum it up it's from this book called which i guess is fair because i heard these guys in an interview on this podcast they wrote a book called the show won't go on about a hundred people uh actors comedians performers that have died on stage Jeez. So it's pretty, pretty interesting. And they talk or on screen or in the act mm-hmm. of performing. They actually they actually narrowed it down quite a bit because they talk about it actually happens more than you might think. They talk about this woman who was a news anchor who had become incredibly frustrated. And obviously there's more going on to anybody's story than we know. But it seemed like she just kept getting frustrated and frustrated with her occupation and the stories mm-hmm. they're getting. So... She said she's on camera and she goes, they they passed her and they're like, all right, thanks, Steve. And this next feel good story. And she takes a gun and she blows her brains out. Oh, my God. and the interesting part of the story is they said they later found that she wrote her own teleprompter cards out or whatever. Mm-hmm. The next thing she had written that out. And the next thing it says is like news reporter Sheila Grossman. Mm-hmm. Kills herself on camera. She is rushed to Parkland Hospital, but died en route to the. It's like, oh my god, shit! That's that is that's some... a dark one. Yeah, that the planning in that is. It's like once you're you're elbow deep in that planning, you gotta go like, oh, what a waste! I spent all this, this time. Uh, Freddy Krueger's always uninvited, but I didn't hear about this. A Halloween party in San Antonio in 2016. Uh, a man dressed as Freddy Krueger mm-hmm. showed up uninvited 
and opened fire on the crowd, shooting five people. I shouldn't have read that. We can't find any humor in that. <laughs> this one is better. That's terrifying and, and super sad. This one is maybe a, excuse me, a sequel to Panty Raid or hasn't been made into a Halloween movie, but maybe should be. In 1963, many Hoosiers decided to spend Halloween night at the Indiana State Fairgrounds Coliseum watching a holiday on ice skating exhibition. Unbeknownst to them, a rusty tank in the concession area began to leak gas. Oh, good the Lord. room, which lacked ventilation, quickly filled with gas. As the skaters performed their grand finale, the gas reached an electric popcorn maker, triggering a huge explosion. 74 people were killed and nearly 400 people were injured. Oh my god. Is that just terrifying? Yeah, that's like the origin of a supervillain. Oh my god. Uh, there was a Halloween riot in Toronto on the beach. <laughs> Everything about you, what you just said is fantastic. Halloween riot in Canada on a beach. In 1945, teenagers in Toronto spent Halloween night rioting and building large fi- bonfires that they stoked with gasoline. When police descended on the scene, the teenagers fought back, throwing rocks and blocking the fire department from putting out the fires. Soon, police arrested 14 of the rioters, but instead of calming things, this led the mob of thousands of teenagers gathering in protest. The teenagers were only dispersed after being doused with water cannons and tear gas. The impetus for this uprising is unknown. I made a little research. Good. <laughs> Come on. But, uh, do you, are you familiar with, uh, so I've been kind of just poking around trying to find some halloween stuff mm-hmm. do you know when you ever go into like a spirit halloween or a halloween store yeah you kind of i know you make your own costumes but you kind of peruse the costume sure the unlicensed costume oh, list the better oh those are that's my first stop right so for example some of the ones we might have may have seen uh like do you recall what beetlejuice the knockoff beetlejuice I was just was? trying to think of it i was like what is it like bug drink It's Juice Demon. Juice Demon, yes. You got Mario as video game guy. You got Where's Waldo is Where's the Stripey Dude. (laughs) Juice Demon is the best. What was the name uh, of the one you sent me earlier? Because Hans was sending me pictures of these fantastically horrific Halloween costumes. And one of them was Buzz Lightyear. And I was like, oh, I wonder what I was like. Oh, my goodness. It is like the kinkiest, littlest. And this is for a a man. So he's wearing he's going to get panty raided. He's got little Buzz Lightyear panties on. And then the like, (laughs) it's like gladiator just covers his pecs. And it's got the (sighs) buzz buttons and then uh, wristbands. There is something that it's like. As unsettling as the Ernest Hemingway barbecue sauce you sent me yesterday (laughs) is when they, I don't mind a sexy costume, but when it's very explicitly like a children's. Yeah, that uh, for me is where the like, my brain starts to just like, but why, why do we need a, a sexy hunky buzz? Must we as humanity, must we? Yeah. 
There's a costume that's Mr. D is yep. always good. Just a guy in a suit with a with a, with a foam penis on his head. He's but not it, as yeah. good as Mi- Mr. Linguini and Meatballs. Oh, it's, it's so gross looking. It's so it's gross. I gotta post it. Just a meat dick. In a bunch <laughs> of the plate of spaghetti, spaghetti you know, like one of those that's despicable. just sitting like it's part of his apron and you pretend to hold the bowl. But Casey, I found some more and I'm going to quiz you. All right. These are some more generic mm-hmm. names and maybe you can guess either the theme of it because it's not always specifically to a person. It could be yeah. to a show, but it still has to manifest itself mm-hmm. in a costume. You'd probably be able to get this one. 21st century virus guy. 21st century virus guy. Oh, is this like Matrix? It's COVID-19. Oh, duh. Come on, cement head. You know this. Old King. Old King. Thinking uh, Burger King's too easy. It would be like Sandwich Prince. (laughs) That would be a good one. Old King. Like Game of Thrones? Joe Biden. Old King. <laughs> Come on. Uh, sexy Biden. internet picture, babe. <laughs> <laughs> sexy internet picture, babe. Oh, like a Lindsay Lohan? It's close. Kardashian? It's close. They were friends. She used Hilton? Lindsay Lohan to get in the door. Is Paris Hilton? Kim Kardashian. Ah. Close enough. Uh, Octomask creature. We going Star Wars with this, or is this a Futurama? Zoidberg? I'll say it's more contemporary than those. More contemporary? Octo? Face? Like Spongebob? Uh, Squid Game. Oh, Squid Game. That's where it's getting tough, because some of them are themed. You'll get this one. Night Cop costume. <laughs> it's like Batman. Boom! You're on the board. Uh, th- that's the best name for any Night Cop. <laughs> Night Cop, it's perfect. Well, it's almost as good as... Well, you'll get this one, then. Ghoul's Cop. Ghoul's Cop? So he did yeah. Night Cop, which is Batman. Ghoul's Cop. Ghost Rider? Close. Spawn? Ghostbuster. Ghostbuster. Oh, ghoul cop. I had you on the, uh, uh, how about, (laughs) I don't know if this is appropriate, but, well, no, I'll start with one that's, how about Tired Toilet Fan? (laughs) Tired Toilet Fan? I assume fan is like. I am a fanatic about toilet. Yep. Tired toilet fan. Who loves a good toilet? Oh, is this Bund? Al Bundy. You got it. And then I'll go. How about suit creep? Suit creep. It's a good one. Like American Psycho? Pee Wee Herman. Suit creep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got this one. Um, Southern Idiot. Gump? <laughs> nice! All right. <laughs> Ooh, that one. I don't know if that's... Southern I don't know about that idiot. one. <laughs> I, I knew you'd... How about Special Brother? Special Brother? 
Sounds like he should be the match and set for old Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about brother. this one either. How about Special Thunder Brother? Oh, are we talking to Thor? Or Loki? Rain Man. <laughs> Special Brother. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, you're... I'm trying. Um, uh, let's see. We got Soup Creep. You could soup do... Uh, creep. Not Kidding Around, Dude. Not Kidding Around, Dude. Super Serious. Like a like the Terminator? Oh, maybe I... Maybe I should have put quotes around not kidding around, dude. Joker. The Joker. Ah, yeah. I had it right as you were... You did have it. Not uh, kidding around, dude. How about... Silver hair serious speaker costume. Oh, we going Pence? Ooh, that's pretty close. That's pretty close. Anderson Cooper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Silver-haired serious speaker. Uh, we got Fat Frat Party Dude. Fat Frat Party. Oh, we gotta do, what did that be, Animal House? Like, Belush? Nice. Yep, yep, you got it. Sneak-a-peak baseball star? Sneak-a-peak. Baseball star? Who's that gonna be? Mark McGuire? Sneak-a-peak sneak a baseball star. Gotta I... think outside the box. Okay. Batter. Sneak-a-peak? I, you got me, dude. Kevin Costner. Oh! Right there. Right there. Solo native guy? What was it? Solo native guy. Solo native guy. Alone. Native guy. <laughs> now I'm on a Costner. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of like <laughs> Graham Greene. <laughs> You're actually not. Yeah, not too far off. I don't know. Last of the Mohicans. Mohi. Oh, come on, Case. Sleepy. <laughs> Arrested Dad. Bill Cosby? Yeah! Wow, nice. See, on the right ones, we're on the we're on the. You same had me, page. and I because I was we were talking about the the ghost movies earlier, and I was like, "Fucking Ghost Dad can never bring that one back." Man, uh, my mom the cheat. My mom the cheat. Hmm. Mom the cheat. Hillary Clinton? Hmm. Uh, Lori Laughlin. Oh, of course, of course. That's an unnecessary jerk. Why would they? Why is he spending time on Lori Laughlin? High school bug shooter. <laughs> High school bug shooter. Uh, Stranger Things? Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um,. That's actually pretty good. Uh, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, duh. What do I have here? I got uh, Underside Fighters. Underside Fighters. Oh, are we going Avengers? Um, oh, Ninja Turtles? Stranger, Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Okay. 
What are they? The upside down. Yeah, underside fighters. Uh, you got excited celebrity diner cook. Ooh, that's what Gordon Ramsay. More, more outlandish. Oh, Fieri, Guy Fieri, Fietti? Yep, Fieri. Ready to, uh, medical Tony. <laughs> medical Tony. <laughs> Iron Man? Mm, no, they, there's Tony there. Tony? Dr. Tony? Close, close, close. Anthony Fauci? Boom! Fauci, ouchie. I'll get, there. I'll get there. Jersey Boss. Jersey Boss. Oh, Tony Soprano? Nice. Bastard Burn Victim. Krug. Krug, Machete Monster. OJ. Whiteface Murder Crook. <laughs> Michael Myers. 60s Comedy Cop. 60s Comedy Cop. Comedy Cop. <laughs> what's, what's his name? Barney Fife? Oh, uh, Don Knotts? It, it, it's, it's running on the theme from Whiteface Murder Crook. Oh, so we're like, uh, funny cop. Not Eddie Murphy. 60s comedy cop. No, 60s. Pass, I don't know. Oh, Beehive, Casey. Oh, Austin Powers. Austin Powers. That might be where I... Harry Space Partner. Oh, Chewbacca. Nice, yep, yep. Sexy Grave Robber. Sexy Grave uh, Bride of Frankenstein? Mm-hmm. Sexy Grave Robber? I don't know. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider! Indy. Uh, conservative Network Night Prepster. <laughs> What's this? Uh, fucking Tucker Carlson? Boom. Kid's Worst Friend Costume. Homework? <laughs> That's nice. Snoopy. Snoopy. You got a couple kid ones. Large, colorful pet costume. We got a, got a big bird? Mm, it's close. Big bird's pretty large. Large, colorful pet. Clifford? Wrong species. Yes. Lazy feline. Oh, Garfield. Boom. And then I think I got the last one, which, if you got it, we should turn the podcast o- off and go to Vegas. Vanilla Skull Child. Vanilla Skull Child. Ace Crew? <laughs> this is so impossible because as I read it, I went, wait, I shouldn't how about i'll just switch it chocolate skull child chocolate skull child that doesn't help me either (laughs) (laughs) it's better than vanilla i don't know why i was why i switched it what is it coco coco all right all right yeah don't would not have i was getting Uh, too literal with it i was and i started doing the opposite of which i don't know why 
Uh, and then this this one will uh, raise your confidence because a little easier. Celebrity boss loser. Oh, Trump. Boom. And then this one's very prescient as of today. General ghost leader. Oh yeah, duh. Um, Colin Powell. Colin Powell, and there you go. Those are the latest costumes that are hitting your spirit Halloween store. Colin Powell, fully vexed. I know. Unfortunately. I know. As soon as, I hate to say that I did this, but as soon as I read that, I crossed, I said, please say he's not vexed. Please say he's not vexed. Please say he's not vexed. So I was like, this shit is going to light man, take a fire. Too many elderly African Americans. <laughs> <laughs> elderly African American men. Oh God! I'm trying to think other Happy Halloween. You think Happy. it's too early? You think some nerds are going to be? Oh come on! The undead. How much time have we spent around other comedians? That already. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. Just because yeah, just that right. quick knee jerk. Oh, yo! I can't believe it. Oh. <laughs> I uh, do you have a co- Halloween costume ready to go in the in the chamber? No, I don't either. For as much as we love Halloween, I haven't even given it a thought. Yeah, no, that's how I, that's literally how I, I I am every year. Is I love Halloween so much that we watch all the movies, go to the like Halloween villages, and then when it's time for me to costume, I'm like I ain't putting a costume on. <laughs> Um, Harvey's going to be a yeah. Ghostbuster. Okay, nice. Um, a ghoul's cop. Ghoul's cop. Uh, yeah. So we were going to do like a whole themed one. We were going to, because I thought it was right. really funny to like dress Harvey up as Uncle Fester. Oh yeah, that'd be so good. And then Ash and I could be like Lurch or Morticia and Gomez or Cousin It. Mm-hmm. More, more likely Cousin It just based on the. My hair hair easy, situation easy to go, yeah. Um, but then we were like, she doesn't really like. That's what I wanted to do, and not necessarily what Harvey would be comfortable in. So we're just like, sure, hey, we got a cool. Ashley made a proton pack. We're gonna have some ghosts. Oh, awesome. So we're that's just gonna do because last year we just set up fake little houses and Harvey just trick or treated. So we're gonna do that again. My parents will be here. Cool. So Very cool. We may do a few houses in our neighborhood. Yeah. But for otherwise, just we'll just do it. And she's not a huge candy person. Harvey doesn't really mm. like candy. So the years we've gone trick or treating with friends, we just have a drawer full of candy that just goes bad. So we just get her little trinkets and art projects and little figurines and stuff. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, I don't know. Which, I don't know. Ruby wants to be a pink ghost that's scary. It's like, Ooh. We can do that. We can, we, can, help you with that. we can make that work. I love it. Yeah, well, have you guys been doing any Halloween-y type of things? We got the classic uh, tombstones, or the crosses, the Kruger, mm-hmm. Myers, the Holy Trinity in the yard. Yeah. Uh, we built a, we did a uh, Jason Voorhees and Zubas. On the front porch, a little scarecrow, hey, right, if you will. Nice. Um, Meg, we got some, we got a strobe light and some some purple going on at night, which shines in through the blinds at of night, course. and it's just it's it, it's 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 pretty draining. Um, man, what have we done? We got a we got a pumpkin, 
Um, I don't know. Uh, there's a there's supposed to be a really cool haunted house down the street from us. Mm-hmm. Um, they like built like a hotel facade. Cool. Like you walk into like this old hotel and there's different doors. And then you kind of see when you drive like they legit built it. So it like it's just the front facade and then you kind of see behind it. It's like a like an old like metal structure. So that's supposed to be pretty cool. Maybe we'll do that. That's obviously just Megan, Megan and I. And then I'll throw the classic Halloween bash hopefully out at work with the ping pong table, a couple scary movies. Awesome. Some, some, yeah. Did you ever? I think I mentioned it to you. It was been it's been years and years now, but there used, there was this amazing documentary on Netflix that was solely about the community of haunted houses. Yes, we saw that. Yep. Because it has the awesome, like, the guy who's, like, just sunk his life savings into making haunted houses. And his wife's like, I'm going to leave you unless you, like, stop your obsession. But he's just like, I fucking love making haunted houses. So you have, like, the traditional, like, he did a really cool, we built it into his garage. And you're just like, that's so cool. Like, it's so impressive. And then they have that B-side story with the guy who runs the like torture haunted house yeah where they like scream in your face and like put pig guts in your mouth and like people from all over the world want to come stay at, at go through this guy's haunted house it is basically him and his wife in sheets they just punch you bury you alive oh. they uh isn't the guy like the sad dad guy but doesn't he's like he loves haunted houses but doesn't he work on it year round and that's yes. why the family's like mm, his wife is like you got to give give us it's a like the Christmas guy who or eats Christmas dinner every day <laughs> yeah, right, and yeah. opens the same rewraps and opens <laughs> the same gifts anything any 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 anything is a little bit too much when it's too much um did we talk about on here that I don't know if they did it but this was down in like Baton Rouge or is in Louisiana somewhere and it was a haunted attraction mm mm-hmm. And you got like a pretty astronomical amount of money, something like a hundred thousand dollars or something to that effect, if you manage to make it through the entire yeah. haunted house, which I guess like the experience was supposed to be like something like two hours or something. But the deal was is they hypnotize you. Like they had a, like a legit hypnotist come in oh, and yeah. hypnotize you and then take you through this haunted experience. And nobody could do it. But the thing about like afterwards, like they revealed and it was just like they would take you into these dark rooms with just very simple um, tactile things. Mm -hmm. But since you're haunted or haunted, since you're hypnotized, you know, they took you into a room with like a little children's waiting pool. When they put your feet in it, like these people were hypnotized that they thought they were in the ocean and sharks were coming after them. Oh my god, why would you do that to yourself? So, well, there's that there's that money aspect, but and the, I suppose if you don't believe that you could be hypnotized, but apparently nobody ever could do it. That's fascinating to me cuz it's it? like Mitch has lent me this book and you should check it out. It's so good. It's called Chaos. It's this okay. it's the history the untold story of Manson. The Manson murders, Ooh, okay, all the stuff around it, and like just sort of the the end of the sixties. Okay. So the, the book is fascinating because I know, like, I know of the 
murders. Like, and I know that the, um, I guess the one thing you find out is that the, the main source is that book Helter Skelter, which was yeah, sure. immediately written by the prosecutor. So that has straight mm-hmm. up just been the, the story. That everybody just goes, yep, okay, cool. Right. Charles Manson, who spent, at the time, half of his life in jail or in different, like, truant... Forms of incarceration. Incarceration, basically. Like, juvenile detention up to an adult. Uh, So it's just, like, it gets into, like, where would he learn to hypnotize? Because that's basically what they get to the bottom of, is, like, he had a level of mind control because he was dosing with enough LSD mm. and doing right. very aggressive like suggestions and then he would like hit you with some speed to get you like gnarly Amped so he's up. just constantly like fucking with you and like he won't take acid or he'll so... give you twice as much acid and then just uh. like the mental like the breaking down of like because like the first thing he does is like you come in and he like all sex is sex you can just you have to so they tell these creepy stories where it's like so charlie to try and break this guy just there was like a 16 year old hitchhiker they picked up and charlie just gave him a blowjob just like gotcha He's like, everyone, everything's on the table. You're having, everyone's having sex with everyone right now. So it's this constant, like, breaking of social structure. And then you're always, like, got a head full of fucking acid. And then Charlie's always, like, pinching your butt. Yeah, that's a true night. That's the legit true nightmare. Uh, So it's just fascinating when he talks about, like, so this guy just goes through and starts asking questions. And the story starts, he, it's like. 1999 and he's a reporter for premier magazine and his job they're just like hey it's the like gonna be the anniversary of the tate bianca murders can Mm -hmm. you just want to do a piece for premier magazine and like just interview celebrities who are around at the time and just across the board no one will speak to him Hmm. and he's just like that's odd i mean these people all were around he because he just wanted a puff piece he just wanted a reiteration of how this was the end of the end of an era in the 60s and like how the murders affected hollywood and just sort of that the and as you as you read the book you come to find out like the perception of the 60s being this very bright wide-eyed innocent time is complete bullshit um, but that's what he wanted. He just wanted like Jack Nicholson to be like, yeah, shit got weird, man. But nobody, nobody should have used uh, some of Charlie's tricks and given Charlie, out some blowjobs. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, so it's super wish... interesting. So this guy becomes obsessed with the story, and he has to wait until the Bugliosi is the name of the prosecutor who wrote Helter Skelter. He had to wait till he died to put this book out. Because he finds all this information about, like, like, the biggest thing that he finds, and he cannot figure out why, is that Charles Manson and a lot of the family had been arrested a dozen times before the Tate Bianca murders, which would have voided all of their parole. And they should have all been in jail. 
because oh, he's stealing cars, right. he's stealing credit cards, he's got guns. Like all of these things Blow are jobs. just your <laughs> right exactly though. So he just goes down this rabbit hole of like, well, who is Charles Manson's parole officer? And it's this guy who is moonlighting as a parole officer, but he works at like UCLA as a criminologist. So this guy has one parolee, and it's Charles Manson. And he finds all this paperwork about how this guy kept – he just kept getting out of jail. Kept getting hmm. out of – like, he'd show up, they'd arrest him, Smooth they'd cut talker. him loose. Smooth talker. I was like, holy crap. It's like, totally. So like, to speak. People bought in, and they thought he was, like, a deity. Like, it's just, like, the right place, right time. Someone's got your back. How about, how about this? How, I'm reading a book called um uh is it i think it's called kennedy's avenger and it's about jack ruby okay and you know how with this thing you know every certain many years you have to wait and then they un un they open up some files that had to be closed for a certain amount of years turns out that jack ruby was actually hired as a would you call him like a um a witness or an informant mm-hmm. by then congressman Lyndon Baines Johnson and this is all this is all in the files during like the uh, red scare to like inform on people in his area like i think he volunteered or whatever but like that just now or 2017 or it could have been 2007 or 97 it just got buried yeah and nixon is on tape in the Nixon tapes talking about Jack Ruby. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That's one of LBJ's guys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so stupid. That's so You're fucking... Like, what? That was in the introduction to this book. And yeah. you know how long and how many yeah. stupid books I've read on the Kennedy assassination and conspiracies and this and that. And you're like, what? And they just unearthed a bunch of um, tapes from... Herbert Hoover at the time, mm-hmm. who was like, we need to make sure that this Oswald and this Ruby character aren't associated in any way whatsoever. And you're like, there's no context to it, though. You're like, why? So why it's like, does he he wants to make sure that happens so you don't feel conspiracy? Or does he know something that he wants to cover up or all this stuff? It's a pretty interesting book. Yeah, but. it's that's similar to this Charles Manson book. It's fascinating. Like. How Jack much Ruby gave that cop a blowjob? Everybody is basement. connected, and like how far you can get, and like the stuff they omitted, like the stuff that they don't mention, like in the court. Like, there's this fucking dude that's always around, and that later in life he claimed he's a spy. Like Sharon Tate's dad is a retired general, and he started his own investigation because after they're murdered, Charles Manson and the family. They had like six or seven months where they were just out. Like, just oh, like a waiting free. trial? No, free. The cops didn't know who killed uh, everybody at the at Sharon's Tate at Sharon Tate's house. Oh, they hadn't been found yet. No, but they have all these files where the cops were watching him. So there's just these weird giant holes, these weird connections, like all this intelligence. Like it is, it's just like, oh wow, this, 
And in retrospect, you know what would have happened if if it's true that the prosecutor had this information and didn't disclose it to their defense attorneys, that literally null and void, like that would have caused a mistrial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm amazed if maybe all the people that are that were involved are finally out or I I don't know. It's the scariest part since it's Halloween. You get to the point where so much time has passed. Like he's chasing down these leads and he's talking to these guys, like two guys in particular, that he's like, you are part of the reason Charles Manson kept getting off on parole because you're his parole officer or were for a while. Why did you try to send him to Mexico? Like, why did you send him these letters to like other judges? Like, why did he just get to go free? And the guy just goes, I don't remember. Like, so much time has passed. Like, he can just, they can just play that apathy, like, I don't remember. But or there's, remember, like, bureaucratic, right? clerical shit. Like, I was like, that's what's so chilling to me, is, like, if there is some sort of cover-up, and it is, like, CIA shenanigans, it, it's just somebody f- forgot to file paperwork. Which then gives you, oh. so much time later, plausible deniability. You get to go, I didn't get the memo. And that's right. it. That's all you have to say. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, my God. It's not like I was his parolee because I got busted with like an eighth of pot. And 50 years later, they're like, yeah. hey, you remember that guy? Why did you check up on him? And like, I I worked with a thousand people. But when it's Charlie Manson, mm-hmm. that's no. the, they tend, the they way memory works. Specifically it get to stick in into craw. it. That guy was writing theses on criminology and went into being a parole officer to like try and use some of his thinking. And they're like, normal parole officers have like thousands of clients, thousands. This guy had one, one single parolee and it was fucking (laughs) Charles Manson. That's his book for the listener. Is it called? It's called chaos. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. If you like conspiracy stuff, it's, Stuff it's just is fascinating. Well, I guess since we're on Halloween, I got I got I got one more thing for you, Case. Yeah, it's be uh, it's because it's it's the most terrifying thing I've heard in October, and mm-hmm. it's one hundred percent real, and it plays on. I've talked about this as a as a true sheltered nerd. One of my biggest fears is like prison. Like you mm-hmm. see those shows, like sixty days undercover, locked up, or whatever. And you're like. Or uh, what's that, what's that locked up abroad, right? You just like no fucking thanks yeah. ever to that. Uh, one of the more, and I thought they were in the process of closing it down, but apparently, like anything in New York, they've never they never come through. One of the more mm-hmm. famous prisons, which is supposed to be a temporary holding facility, is Rikers Island. Oh, sure, yeah, been around forever. They, you know. They always talk about closing right. it because there's always these hor- horrific things that happen. It's just a processing, right? Like you get arrested. It's supposed to be. You go, they process you, they determine where you're going to go, and then you either walk free or they send you to a, an actual prison, right? You should not be there for more than 48 hours. Right. And people are there for years. Um, so <laughs> this is a new development because of covid and the pandemic um a lot of uh what are they called prison guards uh got sick 
mm-hmm. and it's a it's a it's considered an essential worker job so you can't like technically there's a lot of strings attached for quitting but basically if people didn't get sick and just not come back other people were just like i am fucking done mm-hmm. make an excuse and leave yeah so apparently there's 600 guards understaffed oh my god and this has created a one to like it's something like a one to 40 ratio where it should be like a one to four ratio of guards to inmates to yeah uh, un uh unprocessed un un you know yeah people that are waiting trial like call them inmates but people that are being held that haven't been found guilty yet by the way and so i heard this story in new york times about a guy 49 year old man who Mm -hmm. knows what he did but he's never been in like trouble before got in trouble Mm -hmm. in new york he's going to rikers to get processed and he tells his story there first thing he does he he gets booked in Mm -hmm. and he goes to the holding cell for the holding cell and he says as soon as he gets in there, it's like a hundred guys in this tiny cell. And the whole thing is lawless and run by tribes. He said it's run by specifically two gangs. And they are dominant because they run the path to the bathroom. So you have to get through them to get Something to the bathroom. As simple as so he that. said everybody just shits their pants and de- and just pisses in their pants. And they run the food line. So nobody gets anything to eat except if it's doled out to you from these guys. Here's the terrifying part is they also just choose people at random. This, According to this guy, mm-hmm. they will choose people at random. They'll go, you and you get naked and fight each other or we're going to stab you. Oh, my God. So the the person asks, it's so terrifying. The person asks, where are the guards? He said, there's two guards for all of this. And they specifically don't turn to watch this because then they're culpable. And he said the only time he saw interaction with a guard is when a guy, uh, an inmate, I'm using quotes, grabbed a light fixture and broke it over his head. And then the other time he saw a guard is when he got moved to another area where he's like, I'm finally out of like the intake where I'm in cells with a guy. And he said it was a hundred times worse when he got moved into like a cell block. Mm -hmm. He said the only time he saw a guard was when he saw a guard being chased by inmates and the guard locked himself into one of their cells to protect himself. Oh my God. (laughs) It's like, this is how the... post-apocalyptic horror movie starts this is in new york this is in the united states of america in 2021 yeah how happy halloween how terrifying is that shit god that's fucking horror like true (laughs) true horror and you know this guy's probably in there because he didn't pay child support right exactly like yeah he yeah he didn't pay alimony or he got caught with a bag of weed or something stupid like I yeah I listened to all that, I wanted like, to do was take to mushrooms and it's ruined my month Ugh. just hearing that uh there I have had this note for a while but I was like I'll save it because it it's Halloween um there Ash and I watched this show 
on Hulu. Uh-huh. It's a it was a documentary series. It's called The Devil You Know. Yeah, okay. Um there are two seasons. We only watched the first one. Um you need to be warned if you're going to watch it. It is a Vice production. Okay. Um, so it has that like fucking hipster who gives you shit. So basically yeah, the premise they... of the show the story they follow is about uh these these men who went missing in um St- Salem, Winchester, uh, North Carolina where the cigarettes are, like the big cigarette plants. Ben, yeah, the big old chimney cigarette looking thing. Yes, uh, of course. So the story follow is around there is this local troublemaker who just like born a normal kid this town winston salem is a relatively medium-sized town um and he was known throughout the local circles because he was a fucking bona fide weirdo like he claimed to be the (laughs) devil like tattoos the horn like horn implants he changed his name to pazuzu Made people sure. call him Pazuzu. So he had the, the fucking party house. Got like, it. This is the spit on the... This sounds like this holding cell where this guy lives. It's just this suburban house, but inside just fucking... Toilet was broke, kicked in. People pissing and shitting everywhere, just doing drugs. And that's part of the Vice thing, is they're interviewing these two these two people. And unfortunately, because it's Vice, they show them like shoot heroin into their foot. Which right. I was like, this got, is yeah. unnecessary. You could just have sure. them, but um, so it's the story about this Pazuzu guy and all these stories around town that he just claims to have murdered people, has him buried in his yard or buried in his basement. Good and Pazuzu. So and it's just it fits in with fucking the Charles Manson thing because he looks crazy. He sounds crazy. He's just like we knew the fucking crazy kids. Like he's one of those. Fucking just like, I'm the devil. Got a staff. Yeah, to yeah. scare people. And the he gets the cops are called on him all the time, and nothing fucking happens. Nothing fucking happens. There's like graffiti on the front door that's like, come in here, you're going to get fucking murdered. Just total edgelord <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, garbage, yeah. And he just has all these hanger-oners, like these, these young women. They're like, you know, 16, and they ran away from home. 17 ran away from home. And they're just following this guy around, buying and do his bullshit. And I was just asking, I was just like, how does this happen? Like, how, like I get taking on the mantle of the devil, because that, that scares people, especially in a very religious community, which this seems to be, a religious southern community. And then later on in the series, you, you, see, you see his mom. And you're okay. like, oh, seems like a normal lady, you know, unfortunate. Oh, and boy. as you're in there showing you this house and it's disgusting, you know, it's exactly, it looks like a fucking hobo house. And it was like, how does he okay. have that sway? Like, where do people see that power? His fucking mom still lives in that house. He's just really mean to his mom. And people are just like, how can you like, it's just this weird. It's like the, the Charles Manson thing. It's like the, your brain breaking. Like, his mom's very nice, very put together. She gets up every day to go to work. She's got her little room in the back. 
Sure. And it's like clean because that's where she lives. But she lives in this fucking shithole. Filth hole. Filth hole where there's supposedly bodies in the basement. And I was like, I think that was it. Like, just think, like, if you're just this young, impressionable kid, you go to smoke a little weed and drink some Bud Lights at Pazuzu's because it's a Thursday (laughs) and you got nothing to do. Sure. And he's going, fuck you, man. Fuck you. You keep it down. I'm the devil. (laughs) And she goes, okay, honey, go. Like, he has that sway over his his mom. And I was like, is it that simple? He just, his mom lives in the shithole with him. Still. So... You think it, his he has sway over his mom, therefore somebody over there, he can have sway over them yes. because they see that? I think it's just mm. that the breaking down the of that parental shift. structure. Like, right. his mom is now subservient to him. That sounds so, so uncomfortable. It is, it's so... It is, it's so... It's so gummo-y. I was oh, like, yeah, I, I gotta right, suggest exactly. it to Hans because I think he'll... Enjoying, enjoying it is a bad word, but there's a lot of... Harmony Corinne gummoy moments. Sure. Cause there's like another guy who's, a, who's like a dad and he's trying to crack the case. Cause these two guys do go missing and people are like, Pazuzu says he killed them and they're in his basement. So this, this reporter is trying to like get this guy out of fucking town. Cause he's just bad news. It, if he did in fact murder these two people or he's just bad news in general. Cause he's a fucking psycho. He sounds like uh but there's it a lot like of gummoy moments and just like that urban blight. <laughs> just like, oh, I gotta tell Nazi about this. It's just oh god, total. I, just I was like, that is Halloween. It's like that prison story I watched. It. I was just like, I need to take a fucking shower. Yeah, exactly. I need a bath, and I need to make sure my life is in order because I don't want to be in a. I don't want to be in a naked knife fight with Pazuzu in Rikers <laughs> Island because yeah. both of us are gonna have to deal with it. Oh God! So yeah, there's two two tidbits of actual there's Halloween two, horror. Two, yep, there's some real horror for you. All right, you Southern idiots. Yep. And you Southern idiots, brothers. be nice to your moms. Yeah, be nice to your moms. If you want something done right, give a blowjob. <laughs> just that'll break a guy's brain, man. I wish it like down the road. That's just how like everybody's like. He, you know, he's just got all this mind control, and he's dead. They're like, no, nah, he just was willing to blow just, a just, bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> no oh, problem Charlie, either, man. even without asking. Sometimes the Beach Boys wrote a song about it. Oh, that's right away, and Charlie will give you a blow. That is the craziest part. Is like they get into that that Beach Boy that was friends with him. Like they yeah, just show right. up at his house and live there. And it, like the blowjob thing is not too far off, just because he always had the women with him. That's why people yeah, like how him. it happened. He had that's drugs, all it worked. yeah, and he yep. has a harem of women who will sleep with you. Yeah, that's it. Get you get you far in this life, <laughs> especially with yeah a bunch of like just shallow artists, gross, fucking washed up, fucking <laughs> rock stars. Yeah, maybe we can go hang out with. Uh, Let's see, who could we get in their good graces with, with a little blowjob and some weed? Um, <laughs> who oh, needs I to come back? Who do we need back in the spotlight? Get rock? Need to bring back? I was thinking, Limp like, uh, maybe? Tim McGraw, maybe? Or? Oh, he's an actor now. He won't. You won't get him with a little you can't get a hold suckle of Tim. and a toot. 
uh, uh, Gavin Rosdale. Yeah, there oh. you go. There you go. <laughs> Was Hans and Casey hanging out with Gavin Rosdale? <laughs> Oh, it's really, really easy it's gotta to be. Yeah, it's gotta, gotta be. be these two. They're so stoned. <laughs> we got Gavin Rosdale so stoned, and then we gave him so a blowjob. Gave us a blowjob, and now we won't leave. Yeah, we can't get rid of him. <laughs> jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah.